Welcome to Confessional. I'm Kayla Shelton, along with Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your darkest. Confess to us. We won't tell. So you can tell us anything. No one's listening. On today's confessional, horror comedy with Richie Ramone. Welcome, everybody, to the confessional. My name is Mike Moran, and I am joined as always by my co host, Mike G. How are you, buddy? Worse. <laughs> of course, you are. Mike, we have a very, very special episode of the confessional today, do we not? Oh, yeah. This who, is awesome. Who do we have as a guest today? Richie. Fucking Ramon. The legendary Richie Ramon, one of the most talented of the Ramones. He's back playing music. He is, uh, he'll be coming to Annapolis soon, which is uh, very close to where we are. Uh, Richie, thank you so much for stopping by. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm doing really good. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Can you tell us a little bit about your, uh, your upcoming tour? You're going to be at the uh, Metropolitan Kitchen and Lounge in Annapolis, Maryland on September 8th. Oh, am I? <laughs> you are, actually. No. It's, a, it's a good venue. No, no. Yeah, I, I think it's really my second time I'm playing Maryland, so I'm looking forward to it. You know? Really? Second We're time? I'm doing, like, uh, a little East Coast run, you know, from, like, you know, Maryland, Washington area to Buffalo. Sure. Okay. Awesome. Is second time ever or second time recently? Second time was my thing. You know, I don't know. I'm sure I played there in the moments, but I can't remember. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so you, do you mainly play drums in your new band? I know you also do some singing as well. Yeah, well, I play drums and singing, and also front, and, um, Andy plays drums when I come up front. Oh, cool. You you can't do a show, you can't do a whole show behind all that wooden metal and expect (laughs) to connect with a crowd. You're going to have to move out there a little bit. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. But, you know, drumming's my first love, and, um, so I, I end up doing both. I'm like Wayne Newton now. (laughs) No. <laughs> Just like Wayne Newton, that's what you can expect at the Annapolis okay. Metropolitan Kitchen and Lounge, September eighth. Um, and of course, it was uh, Joey that encouraged you to get behind the microphone, wasn't it? Yeah, well, he, he, you know, he encouraged me for a lot of things. You know, he was just—we uh, became friends right away, and he just pushed me to write and sing and do all kinds of stuff. So, you know, it was a. Uh, it worked out great, you know. Awesome. So I'm basically, you know, quiet, you know, but he just, man. Right. He just made me feel so comfortable. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he seems like he was a great dude. Um, And you have a book out as well, right? I know better now, yeah. So it's doing really good, and it's a, you know, that, that was another undertaking for a year and a half, you know. It's really personal. It's like running down the street with your clothes off, you know. I mean, you really got to, like, you know, tell uh-huh. the real story. Otherwise, you know, people could tell you. you sure. Know, sure. Faking yeah. it. Right? Yeah, that's great. Mike so G. Uh, about my whole life, you know? Sure. Okay. Awesome. Uh, yeah, our co-host was saying his father actually was just telling him that he read it recently. Yeah, he said it was so good. Oh, great. All right. If you guys would like to participate, uh, just find us at Confessional Podcast on Facebook. 
So we are going to get into your uh, horror comedy production in a second. We decided to make horror comedy the theme of the show, so let's start with a confession. Uh, Eric Ford from Boise, Virginia says he likes Army of Darkness. They went full comedy for the third act, and it was fantastic. I still quote that movie to this day. I love the way Raimi shot all three Evil Dead movies, and of course, Bruce Campbell is Ash Williams. Also, if you haven't watched Ash and the Evil Dead, check it out. Bummed they canceled it. You a fan of uh, the the Evil Deads, Richie? I've, yeah, I think I saw the Evil Dead. You know, I'm, you know, but I don't know as detail as this guy knows what he's talking about. That's not me. <laughs> All I remember is that that dude had a chainsaw arm, <laughs> and I really wanted one of those. I'm sure you did. <laughs> um. So. But your your film that you you're working on through uh, Crude Cinema Productions, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, that's you know, I know a little bit what's going on now. You know, I don't start until next month. Okay. But uh, this is more along gremlins and stuff with anima, animatronics and you know trolls killing trolls. I'm playing myself. I'm playing a kid who works in a diner in New Jersey. Nice. Uh, is that part of your past? You know, I'm playing. No, <laughs> I never worked in a diner. I don't even know how to do that. So I guess I'll have to learn. Even right. the people that but work in diners don't know how to do that. Trolls in the movie and shit like that, and you know, love oh. story. And um, I don't know. It's really interesting. I really like this guy Bobby Lopez, who's you know directing it and stuff. Cool, cool. So, uh, so awesome. they're getting a lot of attention, um, and um, so I agreed to do it. You know, I think it's. You know, another another thing to try. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, you know, just keep just keep doing stuff. You know, and, right. um, so I'm kind of excited about it because this is a whole new ball game for me acting. You know? Awesome. I'm sorry, you said Gremlins, right? Like, it's sort of like Gremlins. It's like you know, it's like that. It's it's based on that, but it's a real uh, horror, comedy, cartoon type of thing. You know oh, what cool. I'm saying? Like that kind of vibe. I just, I don't know if you guys know this, but I just found out Howie Mandel was the voice of Gizmo in Gremlins. Really? Wow. That's interesting. I will never look at Bobby's world the same way after that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Howie Mandel. You know, I like Critters. I like Critters also, you know, something okay. like that. And, you know. So kind of that 80s animatronic puppet feel. Right, there you go. Cool, cool. What, you know, what, what stuff was cool before all this other Sure, you know? yeah, sure. CGI sucks compared to the animatronic stuff. Absolutely. That stuff looks so much cooler. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, well, this is uh, another... Yeah, so they're doing... Uh, there's a, on YouTube, there's a crowdfunding thing that they're trying to scrape up the last couple bucks. Cool. But I think it's filming already. I'm going in for a week at the end of September to do... My stuff, but, uh, okay. Can you tell listeners yeah, you where know, to? Can you tell? Can you tell listeners where to find the uh, crowdfunding so they can help out? Jeez. Uh, uh, we'll we'll figure it out later. We'll post it on the page when the episode you goes. Go up. To Cruz, you can go to Cruz, You can go to Cruz but just type in you know Richard Ramon crowdfunding okay. or the name of the movie is Head Cheese. By the way, Head Cheese. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I, I believe that was actually considered uh, for the title of Texas Chainsaw Massacre originally. Okay. <laughs> All right, we got another confession here. This is from Liz Velasco, Columbus, Ohio. 
Motel Hell is really fun. It's about a brother and sister who run a motel in a remote location. They're well known for their handmade sausages, but as we find out, there's a secret ingredient, dot, 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 people. Rory Calhoun and Nancy Parsons give great performance in this fun slasher. You ever seen Motel, Motel Hell, Richie? That, that, it's funny they brought that up. That's one of my favorites. Is man. it really? Nice. Yeah, I mean, you know, to just come up with, you know, burying the bodies with their head out of the ground, <laughs> covering them with the burlap sack. I mean, that's just like, that's so intense, you know? Like, it's just <laughs> right. like, so cool. Right, right. Cool. Yeah. You know, you don't need all that, you know, gore and mm-hmm. blood, you know. My movies, you know, head cheese has a lot of blood in it, you know, because the gremlins, you know, I got to kill, I kill some gremlins and shit like that. <laughs> awesome. <you know>? Awesome. <laughs> you know, so, you know, I get in trouble with the sheriff and so, um, there's, there's some interesting things in there. Cool. I know there's going to be what a you... love scene in there too that, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. It's gonna be really intense. Right. So it's like, damn, you know. Like, so I'm trying to expand my boundaries. That's why I'm doing this. Awesome. But I, you know, I love it. Cool. But cool. Motel Six is, uh, well, I mean, you know, that movie is uh, one of my favorites. Oh, that's actually. great. That's great. Um, so is that is is horror comedy one of your favorite genres? Is that why you want to get into it? Or no, I like more. Um, I guess I like real life crime dramas, you know. Okay. What are some I, I of your favorites? I was hooked on those shows for years, you know, like all that stuff, you know, mm. like uh, what was that show? Um, I don't know. There, there, there was a bunch of shows. The Wire. There was a couple. Do you like Maybe, The Wire? Yeah, but then no, old, older than that. Uh, Homicide. They're, yeah, they're not movies. They're um, they're um. Documentaries. It was a TV show. Oh, yeah. okay. It wasn't a movie. Uh huh. Uh huh. They would show all the real stuff, you know. Right, right. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you know, the guy killing, you know, this and that, or mm-hmm. you know, crime dramas. So I, I really like that. Okay. Do you think you'll make I mean, one I like of those? The horror stuff. I'm probably not. A, I'm not as versed as well as Johnny Ramone was. I mean. Oh really? This shit, man. Johnny yeah. was the horror guy. Oh, he'd go to the conventions. He had posters wow. and statues. His whole house. Oh, cool. Was, kind of was he the uh, was he the Stephen King link? Do you know? Because I know you know they they were. Uh, kind of... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. But wow, that's great. I yeah, always... he, he really he really loved that. Wow, I never would have thought that. I would have thought like Joey or Dee Dee would be more into to the horror stuff. You know, Johnny seemed like a little bit more. Uh, I don't know. A little more refined. No, that you know that baseball. Yeah, oh that yeah, yeah. There, you know? it, it, it was the milk and cookies thing true? He he had to have milk and cookies after every show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it became a habit, you know. Right, you know, right. Things become a habit, but yeah, I gotta have you know, ice after cream. the show. He'd get in the van. He'd have a hit of weed, you know. Oh yeah, Johnny puff. smoked weed. No, he oh, would okay. never buy it, but he'd have like one puff of yours. Oh That's okay. It. You know, so whatever you call that, you know, and then <laughs> and then the Seven Eleven get his milk and cookies and um, cool. And he goes to the and you never see him again, ever, ever, ever. <laughs> you right. wouldn't see him till the next day. So mm-hmm. you really only saw John on the stage, but when we were traveling, other than that, I never saw him. He wasn't really 
Yeah, I heard you saying that in an interview. That's funny. No one really hung out with him. He's a real private guy. So. Mm-hmm. 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 I didn't even have his. I didn't even have his phone number. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. It's crazy how I, I call Monty. <laughs> it's crazy how many performers like are introverts because you would never think that, but right. like it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Do you consider yourself an introvert? Or are you the type of guy that likes to mix it up with the fans? Or no, I mix it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. You know, like in South America, they call me the People's Ramon because I'm just, you know, you know, even when I perform, it's not about me. It's about it's about the audience. You sure. Know? It's about you know, I'm an entertainer. I mm-hmm. want them to have a good mm-hmm. time. I want them to go home and say, yo, man, we had such a good time at the Rich Ramon show last night. You know, oh, that's yeah. what it's about. Not 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 you know, it's not about you. Otherwise, you're missing the point of you know doing this. Yeah, I really got that impression from you from from all the interviews and everything over the over the years. You seem like the right. the, the guy that really cares about the fans. And, I mean, uh, I learned that from the Ramones. The Ramones are always about their fans. You know, mm-hmm. I learned a lot of things that I take with me today. You know, so that's great. Uh, you know, it must you have been devastating. Ramones, you never, yeah. you know, you never saw them turn their back to the audience. On right, them. right. They never turn around. They move forward and yeah. backwards. Really yeah, they cool, have respect. Really cool thing. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that must have been devastating when the three of them all passed within what a year and a half or so. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Mm. Man, it's going like flies. And I had this poster from Germany, the Tempo Joint, mm. and I moved, and the frame cracked, and the crack went through all three of them, and it missed me in this giant, like you know, four by six poster. Oh, and I was looking at that poster going, oh, my God, you know. And wow. my, you, know you start to wonder if you're going to be next when everybody starts going that quick, you know, like the curse right. of the remotes. Right. So, um, but, yeah, it's really, you know, it's really crazy and really sad, you mm-hmm. know. That, you, know that, that, you know, I'm sure Dee he just, you know, he was, he was clean the whole time he was in the band. He never did dope when I was in the band, you wow. know. Wow, wow. You know. So what happens is I lost a lot of friends like that. One day they decide, oh, I'm going to use a little. Mm-hmm. And I think they use their normal amount and right. it puts them over the end. The body can't handle it. Right. And uh, right. it's happened to numerous friends I know. Oh, very sad. And John, John with prostate cancer, you know, poor guy. I mean, if you go to the doctor, you don't die. He just hated doctors. Mm. And it went too far. You know, people don't die of that. You know, it's like, you know catch it and fix it, you know? Right, right. So it just, um, it just, it just was crazy. And Joey was always sick his whole life, you know, with mm-hmm. that blood disease. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, really bad. Yeah. You know, and then Tommy went, and then Arturo, and it's just like, oh my God, this is crazy. Mm. So know? it's just you, CJ, and uh, uh, Richie, or Marky. I'm sorry, uh, who's the other one? Marky, yeah. Marky. Okay. Wow. Well, uh, they certainly left a great musical legacy, and it's great to see you back out there playing. It seems uh, you started doing some things with uh, CJ for the first time recently, right? Yeah. yeah. We played a show in South America, which went really, really well, and I'm sure there'll be the one-offs with him soon, but, you know. Awesome. He's kind of going into semi-retirement now. Is he really? You know. Yeah, he, he just did his final tour in Europe, so... Mm-hmm. The thing is, you know, it's 
30 years of, you know, of uh, traveling in a van, you know, mm-hmm. to make a, to make some cheese doodle money, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's really it's really hard out there for rock and roll right now, you yeah. know. Yeah, oh, right now, believe uh, me. You know, we grind it out on the road, you know, playing, you know, in clubs all the time, you know, and it's a, it's a hard thing, but if you like it, you mm-hmm. do it, you know. So, do you mainly just do it for the love it. these days? Just uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, no one's getting rich doing this sure. by any means. Sure. So, but it's um, you know, there's still people out there who you know don't want to listen to this music on the radio and mm-hmm. still, you know, yeah, want to hear rock and roll. It's way more, you know, we do much better in Europe and South America than we do in the United oh, States. Oh, really? You know, hmm. yeah, you know, bigger crowd there. They're they're not so influenced by the radio and in fact the radio still will have some rock stations you know okay do you Not like yeah what do you got classic rock and uh, you know stuff like that right you know? are you like a do you listen to like the regular radio or like serious radio or anything like that no I'm, i generally listen to the regular radio to really get a beat on what what's going on there mm-hmm. i mean yeah you can listen to serious and and you know listen to that but you know yeah yeah. Well, I want to see where the world's here is at. Right. It's pretty, um, you know, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty different, you know, than mine, you know, but uh, it's, uh, it's just what it is, you know. And if you don't have, you know, if you got a kid growing up now and just goes to school and no one turns him on to, like, rock or punk rock or anything like that, it'll never know because they won't hear it on the radio, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So what's happening is the audiences and generations and generations are getting smaller because they're not exposed to this kind of music mm-hmm. unless your friend when you're 10 years old turns you on to it, you see? No. And all the other Ramones, you know, they're in their 70s, late 60s, you know what I'm saying? So they're not going out anymore, mm-hmm. you know? Right. They're right. at home. So that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, oh, before we move on to the next confession, you, didn't you play on a, a posthumous Joey Ramone album not too long ago? Yeah, on the album, you know, I played a couple tracks. Awesome. That must have been really cool. Cool and sad because, you know, the, the vocals were done. Ed Stasium, you know, producer. The vocals were done, and it was a click track, so he laid real drums over this tape. And to hear Joey in your ear for hours, you know, just singing away. So clearly like that, I was looking around the studio like, where is he, you know what I'm saying? Sure. It felt like he was in the room with you. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of sad in the same way, but I'm glad I got to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I played like four songs, I think four or five, I forget. Okay, awesome. Yeah, that was a good one Cool. Sounds like you had a real connection with him. Oh, Joey, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dee too, you know? Yeah. Both Dee <laughs> There's two DDs. Yeah. yeah, there were like two DDs at least. Really? Know? How so? Well, he's you know two different people. <laughs> you know, split personality. Uh huh. There was the loving, you know, wonderful DD, and then there was the and then there's the rapper know, with, with, the, with the evil eyeball. You know, huh. so. Okay. Was he was he talking about uh, doing the rap thing when you were around at all, or was that later? Yeah, we started it. We started it in my in my little bedroom in on Forty Fourth Street in Manhattan. Really, That's I didn't what know we that. Did Funky Man? Oh, you you were on Funky, Funky Man? Man. Yeah, I produced that with him. Oh, that awesome. that's awesome. I love Funky Man. 
I feel like it's that yeah. is a good classic, like old school hip hop track, you know. Right, that was his start, and then we did, you know, we did other things. I have some wonderful demos from. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, the the house, song, but... the song "Baby Doll" on his solo album, I thought was incredible. I was surprised the Ramones yeah. never covered that. Yeah, people like that. You know? Yeah, it was a classic. So I wanted he just, you know, he just this guy would write a song, you know, two every day. You know, he needed to do more. Right. The Ramones wasn't fulfilling his. Uh, need for you know new mm-hmm. things and new music and stuff like that right so that's why all this happened you know and uh it was funny because i had already left but you know i left right after the halfway to sanity album mm-hmm. and you know that's what we were doing the rap stuff and he would you know go to like sound check and gold chains and you know jockey <laughs> awesome and shit, you know <laughs> and johnny would you know come to a photo shoot like that and john would be like you know <laughs> Can't wear that, you know. Well, you were saying you're a big hip hop guy yourself, right? You like to work with Snoop Dogg or one, yeah, one of those guys. Yeah, I love it too. You know, mm. I love it because I love the lyric. You know, I mean, they're really, they're really telling stories. Sure. And they, and they, you know, and it's not like verse chorus. I mean, you got to remember a lot of words in a hip hop song. Yeah, you know? yeah, I couldn't imagine. Like some of the stuff, there's like pages of words. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I love the story, you know. Let's face it, you know. I love it when they started to use real drums instead of the machine, right. laying down those solid beats to give mm-hmm. it that extra feel. Mm-hmm. And then they started using them in videos, like like the dude from Blink One Eighty Two. Mm-hmm. He did shit with Little Wayne. Little Wayne did now. You know, to me, that's what it missed. You know, when it was just the DJ, it right? The fluidity of the drumsticks moving around. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Who, who are some of your... the focus, so it's, you know, uh, you know, I don't mind that at all. It's not mm-hmm. like, you know, I search for all this stuff on the radio, but Snoop Dogg, you know, he's, mm-hmm. just, he's just an inspiration. He was so cool, you know, I mean, he awesome. is cool. Awesome. He's the shit, fucking Snoop. <laughs> who are some other rappers you know, you like? He, yeah, he's a wild man, but he's with his wife for a billion years. He has kids, he's, you know, he's uh-huh. just, but he has this, thing about him, I mean, you know, look, he works with Martha Stewart now, you know, he's just like, I don't know, I kind of dig his vibe. Cool. He just um, did that movie with Harmony Corinne. It was awesome. Really? Yeah. Huh. Huh. So. All right. Well, speaking of movies, let's jump it back into horror comedy real quick. We have okay. uh, Monica Daly from Sterling, Virginia. Uh, her favorite is the movie The Babysitter because it's a garbage can filled with all the tropes. The hot babysitter turns out to be in a satanic cult with unrealistic members of Easy TV High School, uh, the hot lesbian cheerleader, the hot quarterback, the hot basketball star, and the hot lesbian goth artist, who all spin the bottle and kill a sweet bird in the first 10 minutes. Then it becomes a home alone invasion because the kid being babysat and all the cult members while the rest of the neighborhood sleeps. Wow, that sounds interesting. That's another. I'm glad I did this show. That's it. I guess I watched more of these movies than I realized. Oh, you seen that one? Because I've seen that one. Uh, yeah, cool. you know, I used to like that. I used to like, you know, stepdad and all those. Yeah, stepfather. Whether dad, he, he, that was one of my parents where he killed, you know, uh-huh. kills the family, moves on to the next town. I mean, right, like, right. You know, based on like a true that. story too, kind of, kind of based on the uh, John yeah. List story, who killed his whole family in uh, like I think the seventies. Uh, Jesus. Because they were so, listening to the Ramones. Yeah, I remember, I remember that, that movie, too. So, yeah. 
keep them coming. All right. Uh, we got another one here. This one is from Michelle Schaffner uh, Bachran from York, Pennsylvania. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Right about a gore, action, and comedy. They did this movie right. I love that it turns the evil archetype on its head. Starts with the typical beautiful young adults camping and thinking that the ugly hillbillies are evil. Most of the deaths are hilariously accidental and drive the storyline. Then the twist in the end was not as predictable as most movies. Plus, you could tell they took production value seriously, spared no expense. You ever seen, uh, what is no, it? No, I haven't seen that one. I've done research. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Sounds fun. Sounds sounds almost in it's the like vein a of a motel one, right? hell. What's that, Jimmy? It's like a newer one. I it think sounds so. Newer, yeah. I think so. Yeah, last few years. But uh, you seen that one, Mike? Nah, I haven't seen any of these. Yeah, I uh, I gotta admit, I've, I've never been the biggest horror comedy guy myself. Like, I love Evil Dead Two. I think is amazing. Um, I love Shaun of the Dead. I was gonna say, does that count? Because I think awesome. so. You ever seen Shaun of the Dead, Richie? Yes. Yeah, I was a big, you know, zombie guy for a long time. I've you... seen every zombie movie. Oh, right really? There. What's your favorite zombie yeah. movie? Oh, God, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's, it's not my favorite thing, but, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I missed, like, the last uh, Walking Dead shit that used to be fun in the beginning. Then it just, like, bored me. Oh. But, uh... I like the I like the comedy one. I forget what it's called. Uh, Return of the Living Dead. Uh, well, forget the you know. Uh-huh. Forget, I'll think of it in a second. Okay, no problem. I was always like, I really love Twenty Eight Days Later. I know that's not a horror one, but. It's a horror one. It's not a comedy one. That's what I meant. Yeah, not Hilarious, funny. Dude. <laughs> the, did you guys? There's an original ending to that movie. That's like. This, it just like everyone's dead. Really? It, yeah, and they were just it tested on audiences and they hated it, so they changed the ending. Wow. Wow. What about like the scary movies? Scary movie one, two, three. Yeah, those, Do they count. Are those yeah, horror absolutely. Comedies? Sure, sure. You like the scary movies, Jimmy? I think scary movie three was the best. I don't. I can't differentiate the. Between well, the them. third one was. Uh, it, yeah, it was. A, it was directed by a different. I think the third one was directed by the Wayans brothers. The first uh, two were directed okay. by somebody else. But you know, like. All those zombies, there's nothing like the zombies in Night of the Living Dead. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. They portray them really cool in black and white and Mm -hmm. eating the arm and the leg. and Mm -hmm. It it was just something like that movie, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Was that one of the first you saw? Yeah, probably. That was kind of like, wow. Kind of interesting. I mean, that movie's been around a long time, but... Absolutely. Anytime if I'm flicking through, I'll watch that. I probably watched it 300 times. Wow. Wow. Cool. Because of that ending. Oh, you know, yeah. Get shot, and, you know, it's so, like, ah, uh, mm-hmm. what, what a great ending. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. What did you think of Dawn of the Dead? The kid, and the way the kid would turn and all that. Yeah, it was terrifying. Face, man. It was fabulous. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What did I think of what? Uh, Dawn of the Dead, the sequel. It was made in the, it was in the mall. It's all right, but, you know, uh, it's hard for me to get over the uh, original. Sure, sure. Yeah. I think it's apples to oranges, really. You know? Right, right, right. The one that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had uh, some independent filmmakers. Wasn't there one with Bill Murray, and there was one with... Uh, that's the one I was saying. He was in a... Yeah, Zombieland. Zombie oh, Zombieland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, that was, that was a good right. movie. Yeah. Zombieland was awesome. Which one was that? Was that... Uh, 
Um, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson okay. was in it. Yeah. And, and Bill Murray plays himself, right? Yeah. And and they're just kind of like, hey, it's Bill Murray's house. Let's go there. Yeah, he dies because he <laughs> spoiled the end. Right, for him. right, right. Yeah, that was funny. Huh? <laughs> so that's that. Is that kind of what you're doing in, in your upcoming picture? You're playing Richie Ramone. I guess I'm playing Richie. I don't think I'm playing Richie Ramone. Oh, okay. I'm playing Richie. This is, you know, I don't think it's, it's not Richie Ramone. I'm just playing Richie, a kid from a small suburban town, you know, like I grew up in New Jersey, uh-huh. being shot in Kansas City. Okay. Um, and, um, and I happened to work in a diner and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Cool. So, it was done from there. so cool. I'm sure like in this little town. Plus, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm writing some music, but what I wanted me to do with this movie is a lot of the background little interlude music, you know, instead of canned music, I'm going to play drum beats to it. Oh, nice. I'm going to express what's on the screen to drums. Or cool. Percussion, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's awesome. It. I think that's going to be really cool. So with the fighting scene, it could just be going, ah, big drum solo going nuts, you know, smashing the cymbals. I think it would be really cool. Wow. And then if it's a different kind of scene, laid back in a little kick, sure. jazz vibe or something, you know, on the drums. So I can't... we're going to try that. So there was this movie, you ever see this old movie called Welcome to the Dollhouse? I remember that. I think they had, that they did. That... I think, I can't, I, I think there was like a drum beat, that, it was real fucking cool though, just uh-huh. hearing drums and nothing else. Right. That, I don't know, nope, not enough people do that. Right. But it wasn't yeah, exclusively I don't think done. Enough to, it's been done, but I don't think it's, you know, I think it's really cool just yeah. the drum beat going over and over, you know? Absolutely. Wow, that's really cool. Um, so what, uh, do you think you'll expand into doing, like, any any crime dramas, like you were saying, or any other types of movies after this? I don't know. Mm-hmm. They offered me a part, you know? And right. They, like, you know. Okay. I would, you know. I want to get this goes and see if you know something else will come. I'm just trying. I just want to try to be good in this, you know. Sure. Like sure. It, this is a new venture. I could fuck this up big time. <laughs> so I don't want to be like I don't want to be like some schmuck on the screen. I want to try to do it good. Awesome. So, awesome. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, is there uh, anything else uh, we we want to talk about before we wrap it up here, Richie? Is there uh, anything with the movie? No, or- no just. Uh, just try to look for the crowdfunding thing and uh, go just see some little clips, you know. Okay. And, uh, All right, we'll post a link on the Facebook page just, when the episode goes up. Yeah. All right. You know, my Facebook is Rich Ramone Official. And richramone.com has all the stuff and all the tour dates. Okay. You can get tickets. And so don't forget, you know, we'll just plug this show again if you guys can. And, sure. Um, sure. Yeah, we got Richie Ramone coming to the Metropolitan Kitchen and Lounge, Annapolis, Maryland, September 8th, 7 p.m. Uh, that is 169 uh, West Street in Annapolis. And again, that is September 8th, and it should be a really fun time. I hear that's a great venue. Oh, it is? Okay. That's what yeah, I've heard. I think, um, you, you know the band Jimmy's Chicken Shack? You ever heard of them? Uh, they, they had a few hits in the 90s. They're from Annapolis. I think they play there a lot. Okay. Yeah, to me, I like, you know, dirty dive bars. That's my place. Oh, nice. Awesome. 
<laughs> I hear oh, you. Yeah, I get right there in the kid's face. Sure, you know? sure. Did you ever go to... I played, I played stage with, with nose to nose, you know? Awesome. <laughs> Did you ever go to Mars Bar in Lower East Side? Which one? Mars Bar. Mars Bar sounds familiar. It was just, a di- it was just like a dive of dives, man. I like that place a lot. <laughs> Did your band ever play there, Mike? It, no, there was no room for a band. It was oh, like, okay. <laughs> there was just beer stacked up next to you. It was awesome. <laughs> We're playing a little place in Washington, D.C. That's supposed to be a dive bar. I, have, I forget the name of it. But okay. Black Cat, maybe? Famous, supposed to be a famous joint like the CBGBs in Washington, D.C. Okay. So, Is it the, the Black Cat or the 930 Club? I don't know. I'd have to look online. Okay. Just play a sidebar in Baltimore, dude. But, yeah. Neither of those sound familiar, though. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah, if you ever want to uh, play in Baltimore, I can. We can always hook you up with a, a good, uh, dirty ass uh, dive bar to, to perform in. The Auto Bar is a popular one. All right. Okay. That sounds great. All right. Well, this was fun, man. Oh, thank you so much, Richie. That means the world to us that you had a good time. Funny, I know more of these movies than I really thought. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much, man. Um, and we will see you on September 8th at the Metropolitan Kitchen and Lounge. Uh, once again, thank you so much to Richie Ramone. Thank you, Mike G. Thank you, Jimmy Seleski, for producing. And we will see you next time on The Confessional. All right, peace.